All the thoughts and ideas you hear on this show are just our opinions. We have no affiliation with any restaurant or business whatsoever. We are just two guys hanging out talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Tasty 219, season number three. First episode of it. My name is Larry, and I'm here with Greg. Fresh, new opening. Yeah, new song. Yeah, kind of, I kind of digging it. That's that's cool. Good. Yeah, pump up the audience, get them ready to go for season three. Uh, we have uh, a fresh new design logo for our website when we uh, release the shows that you created. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on this hat. Right. Yes. The Tasty 219 hat that you can find in our merch store. And I believe we will be rolling out some new merch for season three is that right correct um i don't know when but soon yeah so be on the lookout for that so um sometime between our last episode of season two and this first episode of season three somebody one of our listeners and i can't quite remember who said that they only have one criticism of our show. Uh, now that I'm saying that, I know who said it. Um, they only have one criticism of our show, and that's the segue between the brewery that we feature and going into the show part of it. That that needs to be delineated more because they get confused. Ooh, well, I would like, like to hear the show that they're doing so I can criticize it. I'm just having fun. Well, no, that but I, I always appreciate that. So we'll I'll, I'll try to make a concerted effort to say now we're going on to our review of blah, blah, blah. Sure. So that as always, if you have any uh, suggestions of places that we should go and check out and review, uh, we have a couple ideas in mind for season three, but nothing solidified yet. Yeah, I think we got uh, after this, we have nine more to go. So we need some some stuff. Yeah, I think we have a few mapped out, but nothing set in stone yet. I think sure, we're gonna- we have the finale. Already. Yeah, set. we do have the finale. We actually, I, I said it on Instagram, so I guess we could talk about it for yeah. a second. Yeah, why there not is you? nothing more Northwest Indiana than Shoops. Like, it's, it's every town has one. Everyone loves it. I shouldn't say everyone loves it because I just like Shoops. I'm actually very passionate about it. I, that. Uh, I believe Shoops is unreasonably overrated. But uh, I do like it. <laughs> but we are going to go to... Like what, eleven or twelve, whatever, how many as ever shoops are in, in yeah. the two one nine area code and uh figure out which one is the best. So we have to I have to uh, admit, I was not hip on this idea. You're crazy because it's an awesome idea. <laughs> well, that's okay. But we've gotten a couple feedbacks that say this is an awesome idea. So we're I'm gonna roll with it. Um should we talk about how it came about? Your roommate, Ashley, wants to be on the show. Sure. And we kid around with her that she doesn't like food at all. This so, is, who's kidding? What, <laughs> what pray tell, are you going to come on our show about? Shoops. And she... She worked at Shoops in high school. Yeah. Um, and I think a little bit after high school. I think she worked there for like a really long time, Yeah, actually. I think she said five years. Um, I think she said 10. There's no way it's 10. No. Because it's like... Because she was at Jimmy John's for a long time, too. True. Um, 
but yeah, so that's that's kind of where the idea came from. Well, like, I had the idea a while ago. Like I think even in season one, I wanted to do it. You have a lot of ideas. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, and with only ten episodes in a season, <sighs> so twelve. Boy, we could almost go like one. We could almost release a daily show. <laughs> uh, how much how expensive that sounds <laughs> all right so um i want to talk about one thing that doesn't have to do with the show it's someplace that we went uh between seasons uh we went out to one-eyed jacks in winnemac oh okay and did you put that picture on instagram i don't remember i don't think i did what a picture of what Remember the what of what we got these huge tenderloins. They're oh, so big. Actually, I don't even know if I took a picture of it. To be totally honest. Okay. Well, I have one. Okay. Well, we'll get those up. Um, this is some place that I've always wanted to go. Sure. A long time. I've heard that they're the best tenderloins ever. And uh, this tenderloin came out, and it it was so big that they serve it on. Two side by side buns, and like they're pretty big buns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no one. You wanted to try that silly challenge. Yeah. So if you don't know about this challenge, <laughs> it sounds so sick. It's a seven pound pork tenderloin and two pounds of tater tots. <laughs> two pounds of so tater tots. It's. I mean. With toppings, give or take, it's a ten-pound plate of potato food. Potato tots? <laughs> no, is that what I said? I no, I think I said potato oh. tots. Oh, that's that's fine. You can say what you want. Um, but it's like ten pounds worth of food on a plate. Yeah, and hundreds of people have tried. Only four people have successfully finished it. So, like when I saw the wall of the people, I'm like, is it really only those four? I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna try this. There's no way this is gonna. <laughs> this no, is gonna work. You were and all I guns even, a blazing about it. I'm like, you're never gonna be able to finish I for that. sure I really wanted to because like anytime I see a food challenge, I'm like, yeah, let's go. This is awesome. But I didn't do it. I'll never forget that time that you and Josh Reedy were gonna smash a whole crave case and you started crying after four sliders and said, I can't eat anymore. I had like seven. I, I think it was four. But anyway, there you didn't even come close. I'm also, go- if you can eat a whole crave case, you are disgusting. <laughs> so I'll say that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't try this uh challenge, but uh, I'm disappointed that I didn't. Y- and I, th- I think one of the ones that uh, is on the wall was that um, uh, Joey, whatever his name is from the hot dog, 4th of July hot oh, dog. Oh, Joey, um, <sighs> Joey eats too much. Is yeah, his name. yeah. I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure that's what who that was. Like, you know, when they do like competitive hot dog eating and they like, dip it in water, that's the most disgusting it is. thing. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't like hot dogs. I don't like anyway, hot dogs. But, uh, really. I mean, they're fine. Depending if it's Costco hot dog, I'll eat it for sure. But if, if you just dunk your hot dog into a glass of water, you are a psycho and I am not your friend. Yeah. So, um, do you have anything else to talk about before we get to the show show? Um, no, not particularly. Do you want to do this? At the beginning? No, that's going to be the grand finale. Um, As we talked about um, our uh, season two finale, we are having a drawing for a $50 gift card to whoever's name we pick out of this fine hat that Larry has. And um, they, we had uh, you, the listeners, uh, 
write in and tell us what your favorite episode of the past two seasons were. Yeah. So I will tell you this. None of the answers duplicated. So that that's nice, I think. Yeah, that so, is true. And uh, we will be picking the name out and reading what they had to say and what their restaurant was at the end of the show. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to open this because I want to dump it into the glass while I wanted to get the right. sound. So we we um, went to Off Square Brewing. Yeah, for like we've been there many, many, many times. I'm surprised that we've never featured them, to be honest. Ooh, look at that's a pretty pink. I told you we need glasses for it. Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Actually, Ooh. these are my son. The uh, glasses my son got me for Christmas. They are upside down beer bottle glasses. Yeah, these are really neat. Yeah, they're really neat. And why don't you go ahead and say which beer you what? have? Since I already said it's pink. Uh, um, I have an Off Square Brewing Cherry Springer, which is a cherry milkshake. Cherry, IP. cherry, cherry. Ah. Uh, Jerry Springer show was just trash, like the trashiest, <laughs> most problematic, insane people put on TV. <laughs> you know, and I think people watched it just to make their lives feel better. Yeah. Like you ever watch like Intervention yeah. or something like that? You're like, man, my stuff is not that bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so take a sip of this Cherry Springer. Cherry Springer. And it's a cherry milkshake IPA, right? Correct. It's okay. Yeah. I love, love, love fruity milkshake IPAs very much. Does it taste cherry? Um, you want to find out? I. How am I going to reach across and get that? I was going to get up. I, was, I wasn't going to get up if you said no. Jesus. Here you go. Have some. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I like it, but it's, I taste more of a berry type of deal in it. Mm. What you think? Um, yeah, it's good. It's more of an IPA than a they make, milkshake. They make multiple milkshake IPAs. Yeah. And honestly, neither of them I was ever super crazy about. Yeah. So what do you have? I have, I, I just picked it for the name. Uh, I have picked the Kiss Your Cousin Kentucky Common Beer. Mm-hmm. It's 4.7 ABV and 30 IBUs. And I got to say, too, we purchased these and, uh, you know, we talk about growlers and howlers and everything. This is a crowler. It's a large 32 ounce can. It is the biggest can of all time. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and they take it to the tap and just fill it up. They take it to the tap and fill it up for you and you take really, it Really, really neat. And this was only nine bucks. I thought that was a pretty good deal. Maybe so. I've never had a, a, what is it, a Kentucky what? What's it called? A Kentucky Common? Kentucky Common. So we beer. were there, so I Googled it, and it's a it's a Prohibition-style beer. Um, generally, there's like a cream-based type of something to it, and you have to drink it fresh. Something like that. I don't know. But I've never heard of anything like it. What do you think of it? This is not my favorite beer. It's not. I'm surprised at how... Well, I don't know what you're saying. Well, I like this. I'm. I don't. You might. You like bitter stuff, but this is really bitter for being only a thirty IBU. God, these cans are so big. The cans are very neat. 
I hate this. Oh, okay. I'll drink it. Well, that's both of us. Well, we don't. Uh, you don't have to to drink that. No. Okay. You, you don't waste beer in this house. <laughs> now, um, taking constructive criticism, we are leaving the Off Square Brewery, and we went to Fenwick Farms Brewery. Now, I will say this is a repeat. Yes, but they completely rehabbed their menu. So we were kindly, kindly invited back by the sh- uh, chef there, Tank Thompson. What up, man? That guy's cool. He has been very good to us on the show. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope we get the the listenership out of this episode that we did out of the first episode there at Five Point Farms. True, true. So this will just go to, to, to your point of... Um, Giving establishments a second try. Yeah. And see if it's going to be a different score, if it's going to be the same score, yeah. or, I or whatever. firmly believe you cannot have an opinion on a place with one visit. Yes, you've made that clear throughout these podcast episodes. Super true, though. Very, very, very accurate thing. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, yes, we went back to Fenwick Farms, and we went... This time on a Friday evening. Yes, we did. As opposed to a Sunday afternoon. Correct. And um, this time we sat in the dining room instead of the bar. Also true. They also have a huge patio on the west side of the building. Huge patio. Like really, really big patio. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I preferred sitting in the dining room as opposed to the bar. Um. I absolutely preferred the bar just because it was not the warmest day. And there was a huge group of people who kept like going in and out from the patio trying to determine if they wanted to sit out there. And they kept opening the door. And I was right by the door. And it was cold. And that sucked. Yeah, that that was the only downfall for me about that. But I liked there. It was so busy that night. Remember, there was not a table to be had in that dining room. Maybe so. It, um... Yeah, the place was packed. Um, I just felt like the vibe was better. Um, yeah. So, again, we went to Fenwick Farms. It's a revisit. Uh, their address is 219 West Washington Street in Rensselaer, Indiana. You can visit their website, fenwickfarmsbrewingcompany.com and it's a gorgeous website whoever put that together put it together very well their hours are monday through thursday 11 to 8 friday saturday 11 to 9 and saturday 10 to 7 and that's the central time so um do you have any other first impressions or it's not really a first impression for us, but it may be a different impression. Um, not really. It was, I mean, the same place. Um, I, I think what you said on the first episode with all the pictures being covered in that uh, wrapping paper yeah. and bows for Christmas. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Those were taken off and it did, it did seem uh, more aesthetically pleasing in there. Sure. For to me, I don't know. It it felt nicer this time around. Right on. So then we go on to the server and service, and we had um, 
a young lady named Addie. She was very pleasant. True. Always, always smiling, uh, suggestive of certain things, uh, asked us if we wanted refills on the water. Um, overall, very good. Maybe a little bit on the timid side. But sure. But other than that, I was I was happy with the service. Yeah, she did just fine. She was nice. Everything came out. Yeah. Nothing. There was nothing to complain about. Yeah. Everything did come out in a timely manner, Mm -hmm. it seemed like. And I remember hearing a different server who works there ask asking someone else if a martini goes into a Moscow mule container. She said container, not cup. Or glass or whatever you want to call it. It's not glass, it's copper. But she said a Moscow Mule container for a martini. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking? No. How do you work here and like not know that? Why did you call it a container? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that's neither here nor there, but I just remember that that happened. Yeah. They were, they were pretty young, young servers. If I Young servers recall. know that cups for drinks are not called containers. Yeah. It's not like a Tupperware. <laughs> and then we go on and, you know, um, the first time when we went down to Fenwick Farms, they were out of your seltzers. Yes, they were. And I got it this time. We did get it this time. And how were your seltzers? Not super, super fizzy. Okay. Um, But if you know me, you know that I like to drink seltzers kind of quickly. And, uh... Since it's not super fizzy, it was real easy to do, yeah. which was nice. Um, they were, I don't think they're super high, like ABV. I think they're only like 6%, maybe like something kind of normal. But they taste remarkably boozy. They were very boozy tasting. But uh, they were good. I had a, I don't remember the ones I had, honestly. I thought one was like a lemon lime, maybe. I think I might have had a, a raspberry lime. And uh, passion fruit or something? Oh, maybe. Do you hear fireworks outside? I think it's thunder. Oh, oh yeah, that or checks lightning. out too. Yeah, thunder yeah. and oh, lightning. I was like, eh. Okay. <laughs> so I went with the cloudy with a chance, and it's a Belgian style wheat beer, and that's brewed with orange puree and coriander. Puree. <laughs> um, and you know me and my. Uh, Blue moon and the oranges. So I picked this because yeah, I thought this is a very you type of deal. Yeah. I I thought I thought it would be like that, but it wasn't. It was good and crisp tasting. And you got that uh spicy flavor from the coriander, but I didn't get much orange out of it. No. Uh, overall it was a good beer and I'm I'm glad I picked it. Good. Um they also have twelve beers on tap, which is a really good selection for someone like that yeah true yeah so then we move on to appetizers and yes yes and on fridays which we just happened to be there during four to six from four to six they have three dollars off of all their appetizers they sure do which is uh, pretty huge right so what naturally did we do we decided to get not one, but two appetizers. Yes, we did. And I'm going to talk about the one that I picked. Uh, I picked the smoked salmon dip. 
Sure. Which, I mean, I absolutely would have picked that as well. Well, you didn't. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was smoked salmon with cream cheese and cilantro and the juice of lime and red pepper and jalapenos. And it was served with tortilla chips, cucumbers, celery, and carrot sticks. Yep. It was so pretty when it came out, you didn't want to touch it. It was pretty. And the taste was phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. I think it was probably one of the best things I had this night that we were there. Really? Yeah. It it was so good. If you'll recall, remember, our food came out so fast that we didn't get through both of our appetizers. Uh, I got through my part of the second appetizer very quickly. Yes, you did. But then we pushed this plate of this salmon dip over to get our entrees. And as I'm eating my entrees, I kept, you know, dipping a tortilla chip in that salmon dip. And then we got to the end and I'm like, we have to take stuff home. But I don't know if that's going to keep very well. So I kept stuffing myself with the salmon dip. It was very delicious. Agreed. And you want to talk about the second appetizer, Larry? Yes. Uh, we got sliders with uh, uh, smoked pork, and uh, it's uh, got a drizzle. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at here. No. We, uh, got, we got the beef ones. Yeah. You're right. Um, we got the beef sliders, and they have a, a coffee-crusted uh, beef filet with a balsamic glaze and some baby greens um, on a little toasted, like, little freaking brioche fun. Of course it's brioche <laughs> everywhere. But um and like the little the little greens was like uh like arugula and some maybe spinach and like romaine or something. Nothing super crazy. No. But like there were just these little fillets and like that coffee flavor on the outside was super strong and there was a super good crust on the outside of these patties and they were delicious. And that balsamic drizzle over the whole thing was super, super pretty. I was a huge, huge, huge fan of these. More so than smoked salmon dip? Absolutely. That's why we got two appetizers. Because yep. I, 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 I liked them. Um, I think the star was the mini garlic toast that it sat on. Um, they were good. Cool. I think you probably had two of them, two of the three, though. Uh, you had, because they had some heat to it, too, like a little bit of a, a, a zing, and uh, I don't think you were too into that, so yeah. I had the two. Well, I knew what I was getting for my entree, so I was trying to go light. Fair enough. So all in all, the appetizers were good. Yes. So neither one of us got salad or soup, although I did order a side of coleslaw to go with my meal. Um, I thought the coleslaw was average. It was very finely chopped, like really fine. Um, I kind of would have liked it to have a rougher cut. Sure. You know, but other than that, it was good. I like a really coarse cut coleslaw. Yeah. Like rustic and real big chunks of stuff. And I like that. Rustic's a good word. Yeah. Yeah. And then we move on to our entrees. Okay. And. Do you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I got one of the limited features that they don't have all the time, but I was like, hey, I'm here. I might as well try something that could eventually not be here. Right. So I got the uh, caprese chicken pasta, which really isn't my type of thing. It's not. You don't even like pasta. I know. I like. <laughs> I don't dislike pasta, but 
pasta is just, it's fine. You know, it is what it is. Um, but you got a campanella pasta with a, a black garlic sauce and it's covered with some chicken, cherry tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, basil, a balsamic reduction. And um, it's served with a side salad. And it was very pretty. The plate was very pretty. I think, honestly, that might be why I got it, because I knew it was going to be pretty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you describe the salad bowl? Because I was impressed with how the salad was served. I'm Remember, for- it was like a high, almost like a gravy boat type bowl rather than like a cereal type bowl. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess you describe it because you remember it better than me. <laughs> but, yeah, I had that in my notes later. But, yeah, I really liked the way the salads were presented like that. Sure. And I think my coleslaw was presented like that, too. So that was unique and fun. So, um, and you had enough that you took some of that home, too, It was big, right? yeah. Yeah, it was a good-sized portion. I I feel like the portions are always good there. Sure. Yeah. Because uh, last time I think we took stuff home. We took our desserts home. This time I took a bunch home. Yeah, because you ordered everything in the world. Well, no, I didn't order everything in the world. I ordered what they call a butcher's block. Yeah, which is it's made of everything in the world. It's a quarter, a quarter, not even a half, a quarter slab of ribs, uh, pulled pork, wings, and pork belly. Uh, They make their own barbecue sauce, which was perfect for me. It was the uh, great uh, combination of that vinegary and sweet, and they didn't coat all the meats with it. It came in a saucer on this, I swear to God, it was 12 by 24 butcher block. I have a picture of it right now. You need to think about those dimensions you just gave. 24 inches is two feet. That is massive. It was massive. It's probably like a 12 by 16. Okay. Well, regardless, <laughs> it was a big, it It was um, awing when they brought it out and put it on the table. True. Uh, and like I said, I appreciated that all the meats were on the on the uh, butcher block and the sauce was on the side. Um, I will say that the, the pulled pork and the pork belly were very good. Uh, probably the pulled pork was the star of that butcher block. The wings were good. Uh, and for me, uh, the ribs, they were okay. Um, they were they they were dry and maybe overdone, but that barbecue sauce helped save them for me. Sure. And they were served with um, onion straws and garlic toast. And that garlic toast was very, very good. And it was cut in triangles as opposed to just like a big piece of garlic toast yes. or something. It was it was pretty. The onion straws, those were a nice change from fries for me. Uh, maybe, just a suggestion, maybe onion petals with that 
uh, onion ring sauce would would amp it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, for me, but other than that, the value was there for everything that I got, and like I said, I took a lot of it home with me. Right on. And you you talk about your sides already. Yeah, salad. Okay. Um, and then we go on to dessert. Uh, we really didn't have room for it, but we can't really do a show without having a dessert. True. So we got the three-layer chocolate cake. It was super rich. And it tastes exactly like one of them little cupcakes with a squiggly on top. Yes, I even have that in my notes. Larry said, yeah. And, but it's dead on. It, you were dead on with that. And I think we each took a bite and then we took the rest home. Mm-hmm. And I ate it the like two days after. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make that there. Um, she said they usually make a cheesecake flight, but they didn't have any of those at the moment. And then every once in a while they'll make... You know, a spur of the moment dessert or whatever. Sure. So then we go on to presentation. My dinner was beautiful. It was very beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of color. Um, everything was spaced out nice and pretty. There was a really nice drizzle over the top. It, it was just, just very easy to look at. It was really nice. Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, mine was presented on a 12 by 16 cutting board. Um, it oh, had, don't get all sensitive. <laughs> it had a ridge around the perimeter so it'd catch any like uh, juice or drippings or sure. sauce or anything. So that was nice. Um, they had that big white saucer bowl for your pasta. It was so nice. Um, and little casserole-style bowls for our salads. Mm-hmm. They serve everything on white plates, and they have black napkins. Although this time I noticed that we did not have real napkins. They went to just paper napkins, and that's fine, but I, that's just something that I noticed. Sure. Um, and then we go on to other notes. Do you have anything? Nothing offhand maybe something will come to me when we're doing the breakdown of it but not at the time okay i i have some notes of course um to me the menu design was newly updated and fresh sure it looked it looks really nice yeah you're big into branding for a lot of other side jobs that you do and you notice that type of thing but for me to notice something like that i think it meant something it's got a very like farmhouse type of aesthetic to it it's very comforting and yeah it's warm it, it's warm yeah and to me it it went along with the dusty blue walls and the whitewashed tables and the pounded metal chairs that were in the dining room sure it all seemed to flow together for me it's also Rensselaer's first brewery. We mentioned that on the first episode, but I think it uh, bears further repeating on this episode as well. Is it their only brewery? It was their first. I don't know if that means that some have come along after or not. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. really familiar with Rensselaer um, too much. I've been there a few times when I worked, sure. but other than that. 
every time I'm in downtown Rensselaer, I'm always like, oh, why, why is this here? I don't understand. Like, this is cool. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. And then um, the last thing that I noted is that um, the chef, Tank Thompson himself, took time out to come out and introduce himself. And Yeah, he, he was super cool. He talked to us about his dishes and asked our opinions on if we liked him or not. And it was, it was really a really good vibe to meet him. And yeah. Solid guy, man. For yeah, sure. Yeah. So that was nice. So this is the point of the show where we usually take a break. Yep. So we're going to see you on the flip side. We are back. Yes, we are. Cool. Um, in previous episodes, we had like a little pretty, like a bling kind of sound, a tra- uh, transition between the breaks. And as a joke, um, a minute ago, I was like, oh, I should use the sound of a cow. And you thought it was a cool idea. And that's crazy. I, it was actually in my head. And I said, it could be like moving on. I don't have that sound. I just have the sound <laughs> of a cow. I suppose we could make that sound, though. It's okay. We'll come up with something. Okay. So we are on to the scoring. This is going to be the second time we have scored Fenwick Farms. Yes. Uh, glad to be back. Um, it was nice to be invited back. Uh, we always enjoy our trip down there. And we go to our first <laughs> score for ambiance, setting, and mood. Okay. I'm going to go first. Cool. Uh to me, the place was alive and vibrant this time. There was bustling and full on a Friday night. Yes. It was busy, but not overly loud. It was a very pleasurable experience for me. Other than I will give you that coldness from the door to the patio being opened and shut. I don't know and why. Those damn people couldn't figure out what if they wanted to. Yeah, that was uh, more on the customers than. The, oh no, it, it totally was. I yeah. just happened to be sitting right at the door. Yeah, and after like twenty times going in and out, they're like, "Oh, we decided it's too cold." I'm like, "Get no kidding, idiot! Why'd you go out there in the first place? It's cold and it's raining." Yeah, I never understood why they decided to do that, but yeah. So my score for ambiance, setting, and mood is a four. Mine too. Nice. Any any um, commentary? <laughs> Do you want to be a part of the show today? <laughs> no. Um, it's just it's it's homesy in there. Like is I don't know if that's a, an English word or not. Probably isn't. You but can make anything a word adding s y or l y. It's very homesy in there. Uh, it's welcoming. It's warm. Other than the door. It's warm visually. It's warm. Um, it's comforting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like that. Um, only reason I'm not going five is because, like, I mean, I've seen it before. But it is what it is. Yeah. And then we move on to value. Um, Their menu, for what's on it, everything is of a pretty decent quality. And it's not expensive at all. Um, what, what are you going to say? We said this, um, a couple episodes ago about McVeigh's in Lowell. Nothing will ever touch McVeigh's value 
ever. No, well, I wasn't going to say that, though. Well, I am. I, <laughs> I was going to say Lowell is lucky to have McVeigh's. Yes, Rensselaer is lucky to have Fenwick Farms. Fair. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, these are little towns with not a ton going on. Yeah. And they got a cool little restaurant with, like, a solid menu and a chef who clearly cares about quality food and is passionate. And they make their own beer. And that's cool. And in little towns like that, that's uh, those things don't really come a dime a dozen around there like right. they do around here. Right. So, yeah, good for them for that. But yeah, for value for there, I'm going to go four. Okay. I'm going to go four and a half. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, the portions were very large, and I had so much to take home this time. Um, granted, I did probably get the largest thing on the menu. You but, certainly did. But... When you it do was on a this two foot butcher block, <laughs> when you do <laughs> when you do this, you do get to try more than one thing. So if that's yeah. your first time there, I'm, this is a great value. You could probably share this with between two people. You could have, yeah. Well, uh, two skinny people. Well, if you got, and I'm not interested in eating dinner with skinny people. <laughs> now, don't be judgmental. Some some skinny people can eat. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> then we move on to service. And I'm going to give the service a four. Uh, the server was always pleasant and always smiling. Uh, very short wait times for our food and drinks. Um, I really don't have any issues with the service. I have nothing negative to say about the service. So I feel like I have to go five because there's nothing to deduct. Like, it was great. Good. Um, She wasn't like all in your business and pushy and in your face and trying to be your friend, which is the worst. If you're a server and you're listening to this. Also, I mean, there is times where you can read the room and you know that it's appropriate to act like this person's friend. But if if they're not into it, like you got to stop. That is obnoxious. OK, I'm going to call you out here. How many episodes have you said they were cool? I want to hang out with them. Yeah, those people also <laughs> read the room. That's the thing. You're not calling me out for something. Is but, it, like, you ever been to like, like somewhere like shitty, like like a Chili's or an Applebee's, and the server like sits down, like, "Hey, how you guys doing? My name's Brian." And he's like wearing like this polo with all the buttons and crap on it, and you're like, "Dude, Brian, get a life and get away from me." <laughs> I am not your friend, dude. And your restaurant sucks. You know what I'm talking about, though? Well, I don't know that hypothetical Brian from Applebee's, but... Um, it's not I, hypothetical. I'm, this dude, it for sure exists somewhere. <laughs> I'm not going to name the restaurant, but you're going to know where I'm talking about when I tell this story. If I know, I'm going to name it. No, you can't. I don't, I don't think that's appropriate because we're not reviewing them. Okay, well, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> we were having a meal. I can't remember if it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And As you do at a restaurant. You're right. And we were having a conversation. And this server. I know exactly what you're talking about. This server came over and started giving us her own theories about our conversation. Some celebrity had just died, right? I can't remember who that... I don't remember who it was. 
but she knew all and all this stuff. And I'm like, I was waiting for her to have her scoot you over and she was going to sit down at our table. You know what she didn't do? She didn't read the room and figure out that, that this isn't this isn't welcome discussion. But also, in her defense, we were the only people in there, and she was probably bored. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just don't remember what we were talking about, and now I wish I do. Yeah, I can't remember. Moving on to presentation, and you go first here. Um, I'm going to go four and a half for presentation. My pasta dish was super, super pretty. Um, the beef slider appetizer was very, very pretty. You said that you thought the salmon dip was really pretty, but I just thought it was fine looking. It wasn't ugly, but it wasn't spectacular looking. Um, but yeah, we'll go four and a half. What about you? Actually, I have a question. Do we have pictures from this episode? I sure do. That we're going to post? I do. Okay. Cause I haven't seen those yet. Um, I gave them a four on presentation. Uh, My butcher's block was so stunning coming out. And when they laid that big platter of meat in front of you, it was like you didn't know which one you wanted to dig into first. And I was super impressed that they make their own barbecue sauce. Yes. And it was almost like they made it specifically for me because it had... It it had that perfect balance of vinegar and sweet together. It was just so good. And they gave you so much. It was it was great. And then we move on to quality and taste. I'm gonna give them an eight here on quality and taste. And remember the scores out of ten. So my favorite thing, presentation and tasting wise, was that smoked salmon dip. It was just so pretty, and I couldn't keep from going back to get more of it throughout my dinner. The pulled pork and the pork belly were very, very good. The wings were good. Uh, The ribs were a bit dry and maybe overdone, but that delicious sauce helped save them for me. I'm going to go eight and a half here. Um, Their food is not expensive. Their food is very good. They have a they have a full service bar, right? Mm-hmm. They have a full service bar, beer and seltzer that they make themselves. All that stuff, super cool. I'm a big fan of this place. You know what the hell we should have did is had the chef zoom in and talk to him. Mm. Why didn't we think of that? Well, if we get invited back a third time, maybe we'll do that. Or we we can. We could just have them zoom in just for something sometime, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, that, that's uh, eight and a half is where I went. Yeah. So my uh, total points for Fenwick Farms, the revisit episode, is 24 and a half. And when I divide that by six, I give them a 4.1. I ended up getting a 3.5, so I think I might have missed something somewhere. Yeah, I think you must have misadded. Well... Let me see your form again. Yeah. Hold on one second. Because I need to revisit this here because I definitely could have missed something. While Larry's recalculating, I will invite you to um, visit our merch store. um, And you can um, access that at www.tasty219.com. 
com. And I will say this, the proceeds from that allowed us to uh, sponsor our contest and award our listener the $50 gift card. So um, your purchase goes towards fun things like that for you, the listeners. True. Uh, I get in the end, they got a, a 4.25. Oh, okay. So, that sounds good. Cause I was like three and a half. There's no way. Like I, I missed a category or yeah. Cause you were quite a bit above me. I, um, my lowest score was a four. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, this was a good visit. Uh, glad to go down there and, and try out your menu anytime. So, yeah. Um, so do you have anything else you want to say before we do our grand finale and our prize drawing? Shout out Tank Thompson. He's a G. Yeah. That's all I got. That yeah. dude's cool, man. Uh, yeah. I appreciate the hospitality. And, like, and you see him and like, he's, he like, he's got tattoos and he like, you see him's like, dude, you're a, you're a kitchen guy. Not like, pretentious at like all. Like he's just a laid back kitchen dude. Whereas like, I, I say this all the time. It's like, I could like shoot whiskey with this guy. And have a great time. This that dude's cool. The impression that he gives off is he's working right alongside his cooks. He's not just he's not telling them what to do when going to sit in right. an office. Yeah, he's actually doing it. Um, right. Any any other previews for? Well, we talked about the shoops thing. I don't think we have anything else. Really, uh, we got a couple of ideas. We're gonna hit um. We're going to do an episode on the Cedar Lake Farmer's Market, and that's not a restaurant. That's a farmer's market. And we got a got a little microphone that I plug into my iPhone, so I want to oh. walk around and like ask vendors questions and stuff. We'll drop that into an episode. So, yeah, one of the next episodes is going to be on a farmer's market, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's right. We did purchase two new pieces of equipment, and uh, I'm curious to see if any of you will see if Larry sounds better. He got a, a different mic. Yes. Um. I think I can tell a difference. Um, well, the mic I've been like, I'm not going to, you guys aren't going to care. This is, you'll be so bored if I explain all that. I'm yeah, I was it. when you explained it to me. So yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, please um, email us with any suggestions you have. Any, any, any ideas for our show. We love uh, getting your feedback and suggestions. Uh, also, or disagree if you disagree with some some place that we've already reviewed and you think it's better or worse, we'd like to hear that too. I designed a hat that has the Grim Reaper eating pizza on it and it has our name on it. And uh, I feel like it's kind of inappropriate for us to do. But if you think that's cool, say it on something and I'll, we'll release it because I want one too. <laughs> anyway, that's that whole thing. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I'm shaking up this hat. You yeah, hear that? He's shaking up the hat. This is a... Uh, uh, got some folded up paper. This is a camouflage ricochet tacos hat with some names in it. Uh, yes. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick out one name. They're going to receive a $50 gift card to their favorite episode of the Tasty 219. And who's our lucky winner? Damn Gina. <laughs> Gina Hopkins. Please please read what she said and what's her favorite. Um, she said it was hard for her to pick an episode because they're all so good. I, I understand. Uh, her favorite was when we went to Bare Bones with uh the two mics one basement guys. And uh, yeah, I mean that makes sense. There was hours and hours of content that we got out of that. 
and we were all kind of bourbon sloppy and we all weren't well i was three of you were so it it was just you that wasn't don't say we all weren't you were the weirdo who wasn't but yeah she um she's gonna get this gift card to bare bones says uh sounds like it's a hidden gem which kind of is because i mean not a lot of stuff gets talked about out that way and also she says, cheers to mullets at the end, because both of those guys have mullets. And uh, Gina's husband has the most insane mullet you've ever seen. He looks like Joe Dirt. <laughs> Congratulations, Gina. You know what, Larry? What? I know a lot of stuff. I'm feeling generous today. Cool. What do you got for me? Let's pick out a second and third winner. And we will give them $25 gift cards to wherever they thought our best episode was. Okay, do you want to pull one and I'll pull one? Or do you want to pull two? I will pull one. Okay. I'll pull one first and then you can pull one. Okay. So our second winner for... Oh, I'm going to put in a drum roll sample here. Uh-huh. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For a $25 gift card goes to my mom. Oh, what up, girl? (laughs) Teresa Frame. She says, I enjoy all of your podcasts. Thanks. Uh, Big heart. Uh, But the one I enjoyed most was McVeigh's and Lowell. My mouth was watering from your pics and descriptions of the food. So uh, hats off to you, Larry, for the wonderful pics that you do. Hopefully the atmosphere will be less hectic when I go. Smiley face. Um, question. Yeah. When she does go to McVeigh's, I also want to go to McVeigh's because that sounds like a hoot. I feel like, uh, does your mom drink martinis or anything of the sort? Uh, she'll have a drink every once in a while. Well, I feel like if me and your mom went to McVeigh's, we could have some martinis and have a super good time. So, uh, if that sounds like something you were interested in doing, uh, I guess tell Greg and he'll let me know. But, um... I would love to do that. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and I'll let you pick out the third third winner. Okay, who do I got here? Oh, it ripped. Shoot. It's another person from your family. <laughs> this seems rigged. It's not. You know, you, you saw <laughs> me put kidding. in the names. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's John from Two Mics, One Basement again, because... We talk about them all the time. They talk about us all the time. That's how it goes. <laughs> I'm into it. They uh, they continually say we should merge into one big podcast. Do they really? Yeah. I think it would alienate some of our listeners. It would alienate <laughs> all of our listeners. <laughs> Their show is brash and crazy. <laughs> but it's very entertaining. What was his favorite? Uh, fluid. Fluid. I didn't know he was a, a coffee person. Da, 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 da. But yeah, uh, fluid. It, uh, he liked that we were on a different location, which is cool because they have a podcast studio there, which was a ton of fun to do. I really liked that. Um, And that uh, you said a bad word. <laughs> so yeah. Anytime... You swear, you know, it's a fun time, he says, (laughs) which is pretty cool. That's very rare. 
Also, um, I am mildly dyslexic, so reading off a piece of paper on the air, I'm not going to do it because it will take a long time and be really embarrassing. Okay. So there's that. So I'm just like kind of picking stuff here and there and kind of giving you just a little breakdown of what they said. And then he said, uh, best of luck in season three. So uh, thanks, man. Yeah. It's ironic that all three, three of them picked episodes in our second season to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel I do feel like our episode, our, our first season, I mean, it was the first season. We were still figuring it out. Yeah. So, I mean, the episodes in the second season were just that much better. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to all three of you. You'll be receiving your gift cards in the mail shortly. Um, there's there's probably a digital solution to this. Like we can probably send them something via the internet without having to send them a physical card. You know what I mean? I want to send them a physical card. Really? Yeah. People don't get good stuff in the mail anymore. That's true. Every time I get mail, it usually sucks. So we can use our fancy tasty two one nine stickers to seal them. Oh, true. Which we got from Devin from two mics, one basement. Yeah. We should just merge to one show (laughs) and call it tasty two mics, one basement, nine, Something, I don't know, I'm trying to combine it, but it's... (laughs) That didn't work. (laughs) Shut up, damn. (laughs) You're right, it didn't. So, again, we thank you for listening to two seasons of Tasty 219. Uh, We're glad to embark on season three. Um, Glad to have you along for the ride. Uh, It's been... uh, when, When you asked me to join you... You were super hesitant, not interested. Yeah, I said, this is not me at all, and uh, I'm having a blast. Still, I'm having a blast. There's so many different ideas and, like, directions to go. It's like, sometimes it's overwhelming, like, what are we going to do next, you know? But uh, I've enjoyed being your partner in this endeavor. Cool. Um, And I look forward to... Many more. Episodes. I should have said thank you and not cool. That was a That's stupid okay. thing to say. I'm sorry. It's whatever. Uh, I've enjoyed it as well. Yes. Well, You're being much sweeter than I was. Oh. <laughs> well, I, like I said, it's been totally fun. And uh, we appreciate you listeners out there. And we look uh, forward to um, sharing the next episode with you on Tasty 219. Take her easy, y'all.